My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, and today is all about the Venus Hora, what you can do during this time of your day, which happens about twice a day, depending on the day of the week, where you can use the energy of Venus to your benefit and align your energy with the planet Venus. And I'll share a mantra at the end that you can practice when it's Venus time of day. If you're feeling a little bit off, you need to be productive or do something important during the Venus horror and you're just not feeling it, you can chant the Venus mantra that I'll share at the end of this episode to align with this energy and bring out the Venusian qualities in yourself. And I'll share uh, when this horror begins, what activities are favorable during this horror, and what activities are not favorable during this time of day. So if you're new to this series, this started last week with the Sun Hora, and it's all about how to best manage your time and energy applying Vedic astrology. So there's a lot of things in the world, really everything in the world we can't control other than our choice of where we put our attention. That's the one thing we have full sovereignty over. Where do we choose to put our attention and energy? And then how do we choose to direct it? Like, what are we aligning with? Are we aligning with the, the news and the media, which is often based on fear and scarcity? Or are we aligning with something that feels resonant and true to us? Source energy, nature, the universe, and all the Vedic teachings is about aligning with nature. There's, that's why there's so many fire rituals, puja ceremonies. Uh, different rituals with water and the earth and there's different gods of the elements and uh, everything in Ayurveda, the sort of medical side of this, these Vedic teachings is based on the elements of Vata, Pitta and Kapha types. So you have more uh, dominance of one of the different elements. So understanding nature and what's happening around us in our environment. And just like Especially if you're a woman, you know the moon affects your cycle significantly. So the moon definitely obviously has an effect on us. As we know, studying astrology, these planets have an energetic effect on us. So we know what the effects of Venus are because we've talked about that in the planet series. You can go back and listen to that episode on Venus. You can also go back and listen to the episodes on Taurus and Libra, which are signs that Venus rules. So all of these significant... Uh, karakas or signifactors, I always get stuck on that word, uh, signifactors of Venus are in uh, are in those uh, sign podcast and that planet podcast. So you can listen to those just to get an idea and all those qualities apply to these Venus hours of the day. So if you're not sure what hour of the day it is or when this is happening, Go to uh, the Align 27 app. Look this, up, look this up in your app store, Align 27. It's free to use. They're not a sponsor. I wish they were, but I love this app. It's the best Vedic astrology app by far. I'm very impressed with it. So I'm basically giving them a bunch of free promotion, and I'm a subscriber to that app. And I set it up so I get notifications when the horror changes. And my initial sort of research in this was just having those notifications on, and going about my life without trying to make uh, any sort of validation or have any sort of bias that this horror thing really works. And in doing that, I maybe you're like me and you, there's just times in the day where you feel energetic shifts. You feel moments of like maybe you're just like suddenly picking a fight with your partner and you're just like, why am I so irritable? Or maybe you have times where you feel suddenly super inspired and just like, I just, I'm ready to create. I know what I need to do. I'm going to go do it. And it feels like totally in flow and easy. 
And then there's times where maybe you just feel off and you feel like, I just need a nap. Like I am just beat. And like, maybe you're like me under quarantine now. And it used to be like driving around too much during the day would make me tired. But it's like, now I can't say it's that. It's like, there's actually just an energetic shift that happens even on days where I'm not running around, I'm not doing a bunch of stuff. So I've taken out those variables from being at home under quarantine to just being in my home all the time. And I still feel these major energetic shifts. So I can't say it's like putting too much energy out or going here or there. There's like just an energetic shift happening that's bigger than us. And it's the gravitational pull maybe of the planets. It's the magnetic field of the planets, right? So science is sort of researching these things and there's different sort of theories about it. But I think, you know, if you're this far into the podcast, you're probably, uh, you know, noticed and experienced these sort of effects of the planets enough to know like, okay, there's something to this. So I recommend you try it out yourself. Just set up the notifications on your phone. And I think it's on iOS and Android. And just go about your life for the next week or two without even really thinking about it. And notice when you feel an energetic shift, check your phone and see if there's a shift of the horror. And it's happened to me so many times, it's incredible that I just feel an energetic shift. I happen to check my phone. It's like, oh, the horror just changed. And I feel like I'm in a different state now. And it gives me sort of this um, validation and permission. And, you know, maybe you feel this way too, of just like, it's okay to feel tired. It's okay to want to take a nap. And in fact, it's best in many cases to take a nap. Like this happened the other day where I felt this major dip in energy, laid down, took a nap, woke up, and the things that I was sort of processing in my mind about my work projects uh, just immediately had clarity. It's like, okay, this is how I'm going to do that. I had this immediate moment of clarity. And then I looked at my phone, looked at the uh, energy timeline for the day, and right when I felt like I needed to take a nap, there was a massive dip in energy uh, on the timeline. And then when I woke up, there was a big spike up in energy. And it's just incredible. So I, I recommend checking it out. It's free to use these parts of the app. Uh, there is paid stuff that you don't need. I'm not going to tell you, uh, I'm not going to talk about things that you have to have the paid stuff to do. So uh, Align 27, check it out. So specifically today, the Venus Hora, what you can do during these usually two times in a day. Uh, and when this happens. So Venus Horus starts at sunrise on Friday. So Friday is the day of Venus. All things that do with Venus are enhanced and more auspicious, auspicious on Fridays and even more so during the Venus Hora on Fridays. So if you, this is when I, me and my partner, we're both astrologers. She does the Astrology Now podcast, uh, Christine Rodriguez, and we, uh, we have our date night on Venus Day on Friday. And we plan certain activities in our week based on the planetary days, as we'll, as I've talked about before, but I'll keep adding to in these horror podcasts. So uh, Venus time on Venus Day is optimal for all things to do with relationships and optimizing your time together and your partnership, anything to do with self-love. If you're not in a relationship, self-care, self-love, and just enjoying nice things during the Venus Torah. So then throughout the week, and including Friday, uh, what time of day is the Venus Torah after sunrise? Well, we go in this order of, from Venus, uh, we go to Mercury, Moon, Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Sun, back to Venus. So if you want to see that laid out, I'm really grateful to our listener, Anthony Lewis, 
who sent me a message on Facebook that showed, uh, it's a link that I'll put in the show notes with all of the planetary uh, uh, alignments laid out based on their relationship to the earth. So this may be where the Horus system came from, of looking at the seven visible planets from earth, uh, how fast they move. So Saturn is the slowest moving, furthest out, and the moon is the fastest moving, closest in. And this, there, again, there may be overlap. Uh, I'm not quite sure if Vedic astrology picked this up from the Chaldean order here that's laid out on this website or vice versa. Uh, so I recommend, you know, just looking into that. There's always a sort of, you know, just over the last 10, 30 years. I mean, there's so much debate about the origins of different things. So imagining 2000 plus years, uh, it's hard to know, but maybe Vedic astrology picked this up from this sequence because they lay out the planetary or hora or hours of the day as well. They don't call it hora, uh, but it goes in this order. Moon being the closest, Mercury being the fastest moving after the moon, and then after that is Venus, and then the sun, as far as like the movement of the sun across the sky, not like sunrise, sunset, and then Mars, and Jupiter, and then Saturn, and then the stars in the sky. So... That's the order that's laid out, and that is essentially what you see if you look at the Align 27 app. It goes in that order, uh, but it's backwards, essentially, on the Align 27 app. So it's that same order, though. So Venus, then Mercury, then Moon, and then Saturn. And you can say Saturn starts the sequence, and it continues back to the Moon. So I started with the Sun, just because it was uh, Sunday is uh, the beginning of the week. But I know that's going to be a little confusing because we're actually starting in the middle of this order. Uh, but we'll just keep going with it. So Sun, then Venus, then Mercury we'll do next week, then the Moon, and so on. But you can imagine if it's simpler for you, Saturn starts the sequence. Alright, so once you've gone through that sequence, so like on Saturday, uh, you're going to go through Saturn horror when you wake up in the sunrise, and then Jupiter, then Mars, then Sun, then Venus. So it's about one, two, three, four hours later. Right. So they're each about an hour long. They're not exactly an hour, and that's why using the app is really helpful. And moving on, what activities are favorable during this Venus Hora? Well, all things to do with Venus, Taurus, and Libra. It's generally a very auspicious time, and it should be used for important activities if you can, but especially auspicious for anything to do with love, relationships, Marriage, if you're planning your wedding and you can get it on a Venus Hora and get your vows on a Venus Hora or get your proposal on a Venus Hora, even better, especially on a Friday, all good things. Uh, perfect time for proposing. A uh, good time for buying or using new clothing, nice luxury items, jewelry, any sort of nice, luxurious things that you just love. And feeling into your heart. So Venus is related to the heart chakra. The energy of giving and receiving, of love and compassion and kindness and generosity. And also any sort of yin activities or feminine activities, the feminine polarity. Like things like yin yoga or restorative yoga or uh, even breath work is great for the heart. Uh, breathing in, breathing out, it's regulating that sort of receiving and giving energy of the breath is great for the heart chakra as well. The venous energy. Uh, any sort of recreation and play and fun, just like imagine just like laughter, children, 
just enjoyment, anything that you genuinely enjoy, entertainment, like movies that just you're just entertained and you laugh, you're, you know, just excited, fun, playful, right? So if it helps to give you contrast, which often helps for me, this is different than like the Mars energy, which is going to be very action, task, driven, very uh, action oriented and accomplishment and achievement. Venus is about like, let's play, let's laugh, let's connect. Like success in Venus horror is like, how much did we connect? I went, I went on my first 5k run a few years ago with uh, a few, a few female friends. And uh, one of my friends, she was just kind of like playful the whole time and talking to people, meeting new people. And, uh, and I was focused on accomplishing and winning and achieving with all my Mars energy that I have. And I, I was ahead of her in the race. And at the end, like I joked about like, well, I beat you in the race. And she's like, well, I, uh, I won because I made more connections in the race. So, you know, that's the Venus energy. That's the Venus versus the Mars energy. Like she made a lot of connections in the race and didn't care what place she got at the end. And I focused on the achievement and that's much more of the Mars energy. So these horas play out in accordance with your birth chart to some degree as well. So if you know your birth chart, like for me, I have a uh, very strong Mars energy, like I mentioned. So the Mars horror feels like my time. Like I feel really good during Mars horror. I want to get things done. Uh, Mercury as well. Like I have a strong Mercury in my chart uh, and Saturn, right? So those times I feel really strong in the sun. So then the other ones are, are not as much often, like the Venus and Jupiter, uh, like it's, I've got to be a little more deliberate, right? So, or I look at where Venus is in my chart and where Taurus and Libra are in my chart and what areas, like what house they're in. Remember the house series? Uh, so for example, if you have like, uh, say you're an Aries rising and you have Taurus in the second house. Second house has to do with your food, your speech. Uh, you might like singing your voice as well. So say you've got Venus in your second house. So uh, you've got the Aries rising. So you've got some strong Mars energy already, but now you've got a really strong Venus in the second house in its own sign. So that's very strong Venus. So your Venus aura uh, might feel like a really great time to just, you might feel like really like yourself. Like you want to dance, you want to sing. Uh, you might want to enjoy some really nice food, cooking nice food, uh, play, any sort of, really fun stuff uh, in your Venus horror might really stand out to you. So that's an example of like looking at what's happening there in your chart and how this could play out in the horror for you. Say you had uh, like your Pisces rising and then you have now Aries in your second house instead of Taurus. You have Aries in your second house and that brings more of the warrior energy into these qualities. So the kind of play that you might do during your Venus horror you might want to be very physically active. Like you might want to do like a hit workout, like dance cardio thing. That's like, it's still playful and fun and some Venusian energy, but it's more yang and more action oriented, more that Mars energy that you have in your second house and your food. Like you might be more sparse in your food and not as much into like, uh, elaborate cooking or luxurious meals. Uh, but you might just be like, all right, let's just kind of whip something up real quick and enjoy it. Um, and your Venus energy might not be as strong related to food and you might not be into like singing and arts as much, 
right? So just knowing where things are in your chart can help you understand the whore a lot more. So look where Venus is in your chart. Look at what you know about that house and that sign and see how you could integrate those activities into your Venus Hora. And other things that are helpful during the Venus Hora time, anything to do with jewelry and beauty, if you like cosmetics or just like dolling up real nice or dressing up real nice. Uh, if you do like, uh, like beauty tutorials on YouTube or things like that, this would be a good time for that. I've noticed that often I am uh, in the Sun Hora, very active, and I like to be moving around and um, like an example the other day, like I used the sun hora during the whole hour or so of the sun hora, I was cleaning my house and just moving around, being very active, uh, very energized, very yang energy, moving a lot the whole time. And then Venus hora came and I was just ready to sit down. It just felt good to sit down and not be moving around so much. And then to have a little snack and have some chocolate. So these lead into what you want to be mindful of in the Venus Torah of where you can start to move into overindulgence, like we've mentioned in the Taurus episode. And these are kind of issues to watch in general for strong Venusian energy. Overindulgence, being eating too much chocolate, sitting down too much, like you get in that Venus Torah, you sit down, you start eating some chocolate. Before you know it, it's now the Mercury Hora, you're still eating some more chocolate, still sitting down, still kind of vegging out. And then it's like the whole day just starts to slip away and you just... Uh, get kind of caught up in that Venus energy and it took you away in this different direction of kind of the day just kind of blurs together. You ever, you know those days where it's just like everything just kind of blurs together and you just kind of feel like you lost the whole day? I think sometimes it's great to do that, especially if you're like, uh, you know, having a red day on the Align 27 app and everything's really low energy, then just recharge and rest and, and don't push yourself. But sometimes it's like you just miss the the energy shift. Uh, you miss that transition. Uh, and one of my teachers would say, like, all practice is for the phase transition. And they, they weren't astrology teachers, but it still applies, I think, of all the practices we do, like yoga, meditation, uh, any sort of practices you have that center you and ground you, mantra practice, like I'll discuss at the end of this episode. Uh, all those practices are really to be present in the present moment and notice when the shifts happen. And when there's a shift, it's like what just happened with uh, COVID-19 and everything shifted within a couple weeks. All, all these people are suddenly unemployed and maybe you're affected by this in some way. And you know it's a very challenging time. Uh, but this is when the practices matter more than ever. It's like, uh, can we still be mindful? Can we reset? It's like, okay, keep going in this new direction and adjust course. And can all of our practices now serve us for this transition that we just went through? And then there's other, you know, like life changes, having a child or getting married or moving uh, or just up-leveling in your job or up-leveling in your work. There's all these transitions that are constantly happening every, almost every day, uh, certainly every month or two, there's major transitions happening. And that's when the practices really matter and things like not having practices or like sort of just drifting along, we can kind of get picked up in one energy, like strong Venusian energy when there's like Venus in Taurus in the stars or in, in the sort of global astrology. Uh, and then the energy is just like, I just want to be lazy. And then the whole day slips by, a couple of days slip by, you know, and your health starts to deteriorate. And, you know, all these things can start to slip. Your relationship starts to coast and you start to lose the spark. 
So there's this constant movement of energy of where a different planet's ruling a different hour. So we want to catch those movements. And part of being alive is being fluid and constantly changing. Like in the Tao Te Ching, they say uh, one who is a disciple of life is movable and flexible and fluid like water. And one who is a disciple of death is hard and rigid and stiff. So the more rigid and stiff we get and the less we catch up on these phase transitions, the more uh, you know, closer to, to death we are, the less life and vitality we have. And uh, that's been my experience and maybe your experience as well. So I encourage you to be mindful of your energy throughout the day and use this app if it's helpful, just watching those shifts. And especially during the Venus Hora, enjoy things, be playful, enjoy watching a movie, and it's probably going to go over the Venus Hora through the Mercury and Moon Hora. That's totally fine. But just notice when the energy shifts and you feel that intuition, that instinct, that impulse to move and trust it. And it says, now get up and go. And I've had this so many times where it's like, I may be just doing one task and I'm just kind of immersed in it. And it's just, I've been there a little longer than I knew I, I wanted to be. And I feel this pulse, this sort of pull, this energy is like, all right, time to move to this other thing. And then I just kind of wait and wait. And I feel like, all right, now it's really time to go. And then I'll see the notification, like the horror just changed to Saturn. It's like, all right, I'm going to switch over and do some Saturnine activities now. And of course, you don't have to be rigid about this. You don't have to be, it's not going to be every day is like really fully locked in. And I don't, I definitely encourage you to like just live your life and don't get too locked into the horror. Uh, but when the Venus horror is here and you are aware of it and you want to be intentional with your day and you've got some freedom to plan your day and you want to like watch a movie or do something fun or have a bath or get a massage or dance or eat some really nice food or have a snack or just sit out in the sun Use the Venus Hora. Plan that in your schedule. All right, Venus Hora is coming up at four. I'm going to, you know, get some sun time, get some uh, romance time with my partner, uh, just lay out in the sun and just talk with my partner, right? These are great Venus activities. I'm going to be lazy for a little bit. And then I'm not going to stay there too long. I'm going to make sure I do other stuff in the day too so I don't get overindulgent and lazy in that time. So I hope this is helpful for you. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can check out my new membership site that is primarily a yoga practice, a weekly yoga practice, but also many monthly or many weekly workshops. So we've talked about Ayurveda, different uh, specific postures, and we'll be talking about Vedic astrology topics as well, because I believe this is all deeply interconnected. And the most, the most effective holistic system that I've found to bring together mind, body, and spirit in everything we do. So I've been in health and wellness for 16 plus years and approached it from many angles, but Ayurveda, yoga, and Vedic astrology together is an incredible combination. So that's why I've put them all together in the Quiet Mind Yoga membership. And we'll keep adding to that over the next, every week there'll be new content there. And I'll be showing, I'll be posting mantras for these hora that you can chant along with. So you can just put it on and chant for a few minutes, five minute recordings. So the mantra for the Venus hora that you can chant if you want to align with this energy, Om Shukraya Namaha. Om Shukraya Namaha. Just like last week with the sun uh, mantra, which was Om Suryaya Namaha. It's the Om the identification with source, Namaha, my name, identify with this energy, and then Shukraya representing Venus, Shukra. 
So Shukraya Namaha. So I'll just give you a little demonstration of what that sounds like. Om Shukraya Namaha. Om Shukraya Namaha. Om Shukraya Namaha. And while you're doing that, you can have your fingers interlaced in the Venus Mudra. Just fingers interlaced in your lap, in the Venus Mudra. Lifting up through the spine, sitting up tall, lifting your heart, and chanting that mantra. I'd say five minutes is a great amount of time to practice, but if you have less time or more time, then go for it. So Om Shukraya Namaha to align with the Venus energy. Again, this is just an energy that's out there. It's an electromagnetic field. It's a gravitational pull, and we call it Venus. We call it Shukra. Uh, we have different words for it, but it's just an energy. It's a heart-open energy. It's a loving energy. It's fun. It's playful. And some days you might not feel those things, and that's okay. And some days you just want to be lazy, and that's okay. But to optimize these energies and work with them, these are the practices I recommend, the things I recommend doing during these times. So I hope that's helpful for you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you can also leave a review in Apple Podcasts and share your thoughts and send me a message at jeremy.quietmind over on Instagram and let me know what's helpful for you, what your research is finding in your own experiments with Vedic Astrology. And if you want to schedule a reading, that's at quietmind.yoga astrology. And you can set up a time that works best for you and schedule a reading right there. All right, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week.